Hi, friends, and welcome to another episode of Lionsgate Podcast with Saudi and Omni. I'm Omni. And I'm Saudi. And today we are going to talk all about dimensions. We're going to go into some sciencey stuff. So we're going to be talking about M theory, string theory. Then we're going to talk about dark matter and portals. And then we're going to get into some deity, fairy, and spirit realms. So stick around with us. If you guys have any questions or stories you want us to share, go ahead and hit us up on Facebook on Lionsgate Podcast with Saudi and Omni. Or even hit up our TikTok, which is Saudi and Omni, or just email us the old-fashioned way at Saudi and Omni at gmail.com. S-A-H-D-I-A-N-D-O-M-N-I at gmail.com. Now, we had talked about this between just the two of us before, about the difference between a spirit and a soul. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited about this episode, too, yes. because you're coming more from a scientific string theory mm-hmm. M theory perspective, mm-hmm. and I'm coming from the spiritual perspective mm-hmm. of the exact same thing. Yeah, and it in ties each together. dimension and how they tie together, and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I think that I'd like to talk about the difference between spirit and soul because as we move through the dimensions, it'll help people to understand. Yeah, what we're talking about. Right. So a soul is something that every single person has. Right. And it can be active on multiple different dimensions at the same time mm-hmm. where a spirit is when a soul comes into a human body mm-hmm. and then it becomes spirit so to give a brief description so say your grandmother mm-hmm. for instance when her soul came into the physical body she became spirit right and that that determined her personality and how she acted and how she felt right um, as a human So when you die, your spirit and your soul disconnect from each other. Right. And so your spirit remains in the astral realm. Right. In different dimensions. So that's the difference. It kind of reminds me of how this is the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, and how some people look at that and they're like, that doesn't even make sense. What Mm -hmm. do you mean? And it kind of makes me feel like that's what it's talking about. Right. People don't understand sometimes. They're like, well, how can my grandmother cross over? And I can still talk to her and she's my ancestor and she's connected to me, Mm -hmm. but she's reincarnated or she's. I remember now. Okay. Cause we'd had this conversation before it was about ancestors versus reincarnation. I was like, I believe in both. I believe in reincarnation. Mm -hmm. I believe in ancestors. But if you believe in your ancestors and your blood DNA tying you into your ancestors, how can you believe in reincarnation? Because then what if I was a slave in my past life? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? You know, but my blood DNA does not tie me to that now. I was trying to work through that and have a conversation with you about it. And then mm-hmm. you explain they're different. Right. And they separate from each other at yeah. the point of death. So a spirit doesn't have the soul connected to it. Yeah. So it's kind of like your avatar, your character. Exactly. Okay. And that's why it's really crazy because I'm a medium and mm-hmm. I've noticed that occasionally there will be people reincarnated into their own family line, mm-hmm. which is really crazy mm-hmm. to think about. So you could be calling on the spirit of an ancestor yep. that was you, oh. which is really crazy to wrap your brain around it. That is crazy. But it's the spirit of what your soul created in mm-hmm. that body and in that time. And it is connected to your blood because you decided to reincarnate back into your family line. I've had family members reincarnate, not back into my family, but back into my life. Mm-hmm. I won't get too deep into that because it's personal, but. <laughs> But it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a little complicated, but if you just look at it as um, at the spirit is conceived 
at the moment of conception when mm-hmm. the soul and the body become one. Right. A lot of people um, think that it's when the spine connects to the brainstem because oh, okay. it's, it's the mental body and the physical body connecting. And then there's a spark, which creates the spirit. The vibration. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. And the frequency. <laughs> right. So as we're going along, we're talking about dimensions. It might help to talk about that a little bit first and make that clear because mm-hmm. it'll make more sense as we go. I agree. Because then you talk about astral planes, like how you're able to astral project and all that. And, and astral bodies and all those things. Yeah. So. Yeah, it is confusing. It mm-hmm. is. Okay, so I am going to get super sciencey with all of you. We're going to go over string theory real quick. And trust me, this is going to tie into everything spiritual. So just pay attention and listen. I promise it pays off. So string theory is all matter and energy in the universe is made up of tiny one-dimensional strings rather than a point-like particle. And these strings are thought to vibrate at different frequencies which affect different particles with certain properties. We've had an episode on vibrations and frequencies, and that would tie into that. Particles are the smallest things in the universe, and these tiny one-dimensional strings, I like to think of them like guitar strings, kind of. Like you strum it, and you have that gravitational effect on them, and then they emit different frequencies. Think, I like to think about music. So graviton is a quantum magnetic particle that carries gravitational force. So that would be your fingers on the strings. Mm -hmm. Strings respond to the graviton. And as they respond, they become different, like a photon or electron. So if they're hit with that graviton, that gravity, they emit different frequencies. Again, with the guitar strings. I, I made notes and I was like, music, frequencies, vibrations. I know we've talked about how there's different tribes around the world that have never had outside influence that have dance, like how dancing and music is the universal language. It's in our DNA. It's in our blood. It's just babies will dance without ever being taught because they hear that vibration. They hear that music and they react to it. And I feel like this is a scientific way of kind of explaining that. Mm -hmm. So M theory combines all five super string theories. So basically it was five different string theories and they weren't lining up exactly. Mm -hmm. This guy came around Edward Witten in 1995, super amazing scholar. He combined all the string theories. What was happening is the string theory people said, okay, there's five different planets and one theory represents one planet. The other represents the other. And what Edward Witten said was like, no, it's one planet. It's just huge. Mm-hmm. And each string theory basically ties into the other. So what they had found is when two strings combine and create an energy in one of the five string theories, if you crank up the power or the connection strength, when two strings are combining, you end up with the same energy as two strings in another string theory. So they tie together. You just have to crank up that connective energy. Mm -hmm. In the new string theory, it's considered a weak coupling. But in the other one, it's a super strong one. So that's how he was able to connect them. So by changing the connective energy, you realize that each string theory is a different part of the whole. So it's one big planet, not just five. Some strings don't even go anywhere, and that's believed to scratch the surface of M theory. It seems confusing now. I'm lost. (laughs) (laughs) So the theory is that instead of having tiny little points like matter particles make up all of us, instead of us being like these tiny little points, we're these little worm-like strings that are microscopic, super tiny. And they vibrate. So Mm -hmm. we always talk about vibrations and stuff. They vibrate when gravity affects something to touch them. 
that's what they react. They react to the vibration. Mm -hmm. Basically, the M theory combines those five theories and supergravity. Now, supergravity is a theory that says there's 11 space dimensions. The M theory links them all together because they were thought to be radically different. In that, the M theory believes that there are 11 dimensions and that they were able to basically plan out each dimension. The M theory believes that there are six dimensions bundled together, three microscopic, one's time dimension, and then I put one trash dimension, don't know, could be more, could be 26. I didn't really go too far into one, two, or three. We we live in the third dimension. Mm-hmm. Um, that's scientific and spiritual. That's right. just a fact. So with me, I kind of broke down all the dimensions, yes. like the first dimension through the 11th dimension. And what I believe spiritually they are used for and what they represent. So the first dimension is more of a recycling plant. So if you can imagine like the bottom feeders on the bottom of the ocean Mm -hmm. and they're just collecting everything and transmuting that. Um, So what it is, it takes negative energy and nobody likes to go down there. You're not going to find a God or a goddess or (laughs) a deity or anything. It's like the lowest level entities reside there. And their main job and mission is to recycle old energy. You explained once to me, you were like Mm -hmm. high vibrational, low vibrational people. And then you're like, when you cross over, it's like a string, Mm -hmm. which is funny. String theory. It ties in. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Pun intended. It ties in. And then you're like, there's a high vibrational place and then there's a low vibrational place. Mm -hmm. And I'd had a reading about somebody that was in my life that has now passed on and Mm -hmm. they were in the lowest part of that. I would think that it would be more of the second dimension Oh, because the second dimension is more of a hell state where Mm -hmm. the first dimension is just kind of getting rid of any energy, Mm -hmm. probably things that no longer are resonating in the second dimension anymore because their vibration and their consciousness is so low that they trickle down into the first dimension and then they're recycled there. It's kind of like compost. Okay. Because energy doesn't die. Right. It just changes. Mm -hmm. And so say you're this very low vibrational person, you end up in the second dimension, which I'll go into, and you just sit there in that energy and you're not moving forward. You're not contributing anything to even the second dimension. You're going to get swept down eventually by the universe back into the first dimension because they're like, okay, well, this energy isn't doing anything for us. It's just clutter. We're going to recycle it. Mm-hmm. We'll start that energy all over again. Yeah. Um, so that spirit in essence, if it's a spirit that goes there, because anything can go there, low right. vibrational energy, you're putting things out into the universe or anything vibrational yeah, that's very, very low and isn't doing anything for the universe anymore, right. goes to the first dimension. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then it's reprocessed right. to do something different with it. Hopefully, So if you are better. a spirit <laughs> that ended up there, that spirit is completely gone because the spirit can't die. Right. And that's its final destination. It just never... Sucks to be you. <laughs> right. And that happens, you know, with with time yeah. as well. Because if you have someone who nobody thinks about them anymore, this is somebody from like mm. 800 years ago or a thousand years ago, and nobody's, you know, they're not represented as a god or goddess or anything. Nobody's talking about them. Nobody's giving them ancestor money. Yeah. No, they're just nothing. They're going to sift her back down. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But when we talk about the second dimension, and that is what some religions call the hell state. Right. It's kind of like the third dimension because we're really super close. So mm-hmm. they have like buildings and 
you had people walking around. It's always dark there. Mm-hmm. And in my experience with it, I've never felt anything warm there. Maybe mm-hmm. there are some parts in the second dimension that are like flames and things like that. Mm-hmm. People talk about hell burning. My experience with it is everything is freezing cold and it's always dark. Ugh, I hate the cold. <laughs> Me too. But it's um, it resembles. So you might go into a building, but it's all collapsed and it looks low vibrational. Mm-hmm. And everything kind of feels a little bit scary. And there are people walking around that are sad. There are people walking around that are like trying to murder other people. And, mm-hmm. and when I say people, I mean spirits Yeah, that have gone to the second dimension. And it is a form of punishment for mm-hmm. a soul. The person that you were reading for me was very low vibrational and, and just not a good person in life. And they like you were talking about how, well, I like to help lost souls. You could help them. Or they can help themselves. Mm-hmm. And you were saying how in life you connect to deities, you connect to, say, Ganesh, you, you have a connection with them. They can come and get you. Or if you're Christian mm-hmm. and you connected to Jesus. He can right. Come you and- can get out of the hell state. Yeah. Um, a spirit can be released from there. Mm-hmm. But it, and there's some things that you can do, like there's different prayers or if you were connected to, like you said, a specific God or goddess or deity, the Christ consciousness or something mm-hmm. like that, you could redeem yourself and exit the hell state, which is the second dimension. But also they have lower level demons and dark energies there. So that's where you find your incubus and your succubus. Some of the jinns are there. Not all of them. Not all of them are bad, but some of them are. There's a lot of demons and dark energies that are trapped there and that's where they stay forever. And there's also a portal and a gateway. And it's called the Kalipoff. So if you're familiar with the Kabbalah, it's the dark side of the tree of life. And you can access the other side of the Kalipoff from the second dimension. So there's a portal there. Okay. I did some research on dark matter. And I'll just talk about it real quick because it ties into that. And Mm -hmm. then we'll jump back into this second dimension. So I was looking up dark matter and it said to make up 85% of the universe. And it's called dark because it doesn't emit, absorb, or reflect any electric magnetic radiation, which is like light. So it's kind of hard to detect, but they detect it by gravitational effects on visible matter, such as stars or galaxies. So there has to be something there that's emitting this energy. So they call it dark matter. And there's a theory that dark matter can be made up of particles that can move between our 4D space and additional hidden dimensions. Mm -hmm. which could make it by default and by my theory, a portal to said dimensions. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny how like string theory ties in Mm -hmm. with the spiritual realm. like so perfectly. Oh, perfect. And even talking about we were, I was just talking about the clip off and the energy isn't necessarily evil, but it is destructive. Right. If you're an alchemist and you know how to transmute energy, it can be a really powerful tool to use. Right. But if you're if you're really not used to working with that kind of energy, it could be pretty destructive for yeah. you as a human. Right. Um, if you use it in the wrong way. But it's powerful. That's, I was going to say that's everything. Mm-hmm. too. And then there's levels within the second dimension. So like we were saying, people's spirits can go there if they were very low vibrational, if they were very just not a very good soul. Like very narcissistic, basically. Narcissistic and just um, they still have more lessons to go and their life was cut short. Mm-hmm. before they learned those lessons. Yeah. Um, so they went down into the second dimension. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can even get to the second dimension through our dreams. 
Is that where so, nightmares come from? It is where nightmares come from. Oh my God. Right? Say you watch like a really scary movie. Mm-hmm. The ideas from that scary movie probably came from the second dimension, mm-hmm. second dimensional energy. Because the second dimensional energy is really easy to come to the third dimension because we're just one level over. Right. A lot of people that like write scary books or come up with ideas for these scary movies and stuff. A lot of them say they came from a dream. Yeah. Like they have this like horrible nightmare or whatever. And ideas and energy gets passed through our dimensions. Especially through the second and the fourth coming from both directions. Right. And so when you go into a dream and it's a nightmare, you'll notice that it's never bright and sunny. And a nightmare yeah. is always dark. It's always cold. It's always, you know, you might even run into people that you know, but they're a little bit off or they're, they're the scary version of them. It also has to do with the energy that you're in at the time. So say you've been um, hanging out with really low vibrational people or you have been caught up in a situation where you're low vibrational yourself. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier to slip down into the second dimension, mm-hmm. especially when you're sleeping. I wonder if that is like a spiritual reason why in the wintertime people have seasonal depression because there's no sunshine Mm -hmm. and you get, you slip into that seasonal depression and that low vibrational. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot going on in the second dimension. There are demonic generals that have armies under them that live there. There are shapeshifters, gods and goddesses, like I said, incubus and succubus. And those energies live in the second dimension as well. Wait, there's gods and goddesses in the second yes. dimension? Like mm-hmm. who? Quite a few of them, actually. And a lot of people look at gods and goddesses like they're all good. But some are destructive. And right. that doesn't mean that they're evil. It's just their job to destroy. Okay. And there's also gods and goddesses that also live in the fourth dimension that are destructive as well. Okay. But in the second dimension, it's a little more intense. Okay. When it comes yeah. to that. They're like Freddy Krueger. Right. Yeah. It's like the real destructive gods and goddesses. Yeah. Demons, shapeshifters, incubus, succubus. Right. All of those. So even in ancient Egypt, they believed that the heart recorded all of the good and the bad of a person's life and was needed for judgment in the afterlife. So after a person died, the heart was weighed against a feather. So Anubis is the god. This is in that, the Book of the Dead, right? Right. Okay. That had the heart. He put it on the scale and weighed it against Maat. Mm-hmm. Um, she had the feather. She was the goddess of truth and justice. Mm-hmm. So when they weighed the feather against the heart, if the heart was made heavy by the weight of sin, it would not be allowed to enter the paradise of the eternal afterlife. Mm-hmm. which I'm thinking is probably the fifth dimension and above. Right. So if your heart was heavy, you had sinned and done some things, like you would probably go down into the second dimension. Right. And they would toss the heart down to Amit. Mm-hmm. And Amit is a goddess as well. Really? Yeah. And a lot of people see that she's like part crocodile. Mm-hmm. And they assume that it's a male for some reason, but it, she's a female. Okay. She has the front half of a lion and the back half of a hippo and the head of a crocodile. She got a thick ass. And it's pretty, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Right? And it's pretty much the three largest man-eating animals known. Yeah. And combined together Bad to make bitch. her. Right. And even though she's looked at as a demon, she's considered a good force because she destroys evil. Okay. Right? Takes it down. Like, this isn't yeah. what we need up here anymore. So she's I'm going to snatch it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's the Dexter. Exactly. She strictly serves other deities and gods Mm -hmm. after they've made their decision she carries the negative spirits back to oblivion 
or the first or second dimension. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Her name literally translates to devour or she takes away. But that kind of makes sense, too, that they talk about that being her job. Yeah. And that's what the second and first dimension are for. Getting rid of spirits that have just have dissipated and they have a lot of darkness to them yeah they just get tossed in the recycling bin if you have a connection with ganesh or Mm -hmm. whatever god or goddesses so yeah if you're in the second dimension and you want to get out you can raise your vibration Mm -hmm. you can call on buddha he could come and get you if you have a connection with him or say you've had a connection with ganesha or kali or the christ consciousness Mm -hmm. and there's prayers that you can say and you can think about love and joy and happiness and you can raise your vibration and you can get out of the second dimension Mm -hmm. so once you're there it doesn't mean that you're there forever Mm -hmm. unless you give up and if you were an atheist and don't believe in anything you're Mm -hmm. just gonna be there i mean but if you were like an atheist and you were just like this really good person and you have like this very high vibration Right. That you never know where your spirit's going to end up. And there's yeah. a lot of people like on the left hand path is that get to that point where they the exact same thing. They question, this is all me. Oh, so there yeah. are so many different facets to it. Yeah. Just because yes. you're an atheist doesn't mean you're going right. to go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going right. all I mean, the there's way a lot of religious people that are, you know, yeah, that are probably gonna go to church saying. every Sunday and mm-hmm. they end up somewhere, they end up in the second dimension well, as yeah. well. Think about all the people that use Christianity as a tool to. Get wealth and greed. Oh, and yeah, stuff. use religion as a weapon. Yeah, and the Christ consciousness was totally against that. He mm-hmm. meditated more than he was awake. Mm-hmm. Like he spent most of his life meditating and and helping the poor. And are you talking about Buddha? <laughs> no, I'm talking about Jesus. No, but Buddha, you know, mm-hmm. of course. But yeah, that's it, it's just a really the second dimension is just a really busy place. Yeah, there's demons and all kinds of dark entities running around and their spirits that have been sent there and it's just like not a fun place to be because we've talked about in the past how albert einstein and different kind of inventors have gotten ideas from a place Mm -hmm. we'll talk about that later right and then you can pull you can also pull ideas and energy from the second dimension just as much as you can do from the fourth dimension and like there's different aspects of the gods as well. Mm-hmm. So you could have a portion of a very destructive god mm-hmm. in the second dimension residing over that dimension. And then you could also have that exact same energy in the fourth, fifth, sixth dimension in like more heaven state and a mm-hmm. higher vibrational part. So you asked like what gods and goddesses are down there. I would say that there's probably Kali is probably there. Mm. can bounce back and forth between the second and the fourth and fifth dimension oh, pretty wow. easily what i wonder if hecate because she's known as like a dark feminine energy mm-hmm. and so i can see her yeah and there's a lot of gods and goddesses that are considered demons but they can have control in the fourth dimension as well because just because it's the fourth dimension doesn't mean it's all love and light that's and the third dimension is kind of a middle. <laughs> and we don't have to talk about a, a lot about the third dimension because that's here. This is the physical realm. Mm-hmm. But we're really close to the second dimension. And it's easy for us to get there mm-hmm. and for them to get here. Us. So when we did our last episode, we talked about demons and angels. And I'll just touch with this a little bit. We originally were going to do that whole episode about demons. And then we ended up. I, you can't really talk about demons without talking about angels because the duality mm-hmm. is real, real beautiful. But also we had done the Black Dahlia uh, episode before that, which ended up being beautiful at the end. But it was about a murder. So it's very kind of dark and 
and low vibrational. And then we went to research demons for a whole week and that's lower <laughs> vibrational. And me and Saudi were not feeling good for that episode at all. And I think this is important to talk about because just we talked about being careful about working with different energies mm-hmm. and going into different dimensions and not knowing, you know, right. I had a full blown anxiety attack. Yeah. Saudi had a uh, had an anxiety attack, but then like also I went to hit record and my whole system after 10 seconds shut down. I was like, what the hell? And then we went to record again and then a car alarm went off outside and I just I hit stop and I was like, stop fucking with my shit. Right. <laughs> and then we like stopped to light sage and clear out like the energy. And then me and Saudi both ended up with scratches on our back. Mm-hmm. Um, she did one uh, the week after and then she ended up getting sick. And then I got oh, yeah. one. right after yeah. we did that. Well, I mean, because we were tapping into mm-hmm. the demonic realm yep. for a week and doing research. That, and, mm-hmm. Yeah. And before that. Yeah. With the Dahlia, we yeah. were tapping into low vibrational energy and then we were tapping into demonic energy mm-hmm. the week after. And yeah, the scratches weren't just on my back. I had like a scratch on my butt. Yep. I had a scratch on my back. And that was like, what, two days after we recorded. Mm-hmm. And then I got sick. Mm-hmm. And I don't get sick very often. And mm-hmm. then you had scratches. Yeah, I just so I don't back. know. I feel like when you're tapping into like low vibrational mm-hmm. things, you're drawing that in like a magnet. Yeah, for low vibrational things to happen to you. So the third dimension, we're we're right in between the second and the fourth. We are still kind of in a hell state here in the third dimension. Um, some people call it a prison. Mm-hmm. Some people call it purgatory. Yeah. Some people consider it like a school. And I think it's somewhere in between like a prison and a school. Mm-hmm. Our spirits are, are kind of trapped here. We're here to learn mm-hmm. and to grow and to ascend and to um, experience. For me, I wouldn't consider it a prison because we choose to be here, I feel. I mean, I guess that would be I the difference between our soul. Isn't really, well, I guess I call it a prison because we are trapped, in trapped body. within this human body. Yeah. So our body is kind of our prison yeah. and we can't leave the third dimension physically. Right. Yet <laughs> with yeah. our human bodies. Okay. Um, yeah. We can only leave with our spiritual body. Yeah. But we're here and we have the opportunity to grow and evolve and learn lessons and we're experiencing. Right. You know, so it's beautiful and in mm-hmm. essence as well. It kind of reminds me of Anne Rice and the interview with Vampire and how mm-hmm. I'm like, that is such a depressing book because the vampires just go on and on about how there's no meaning to life because they've lived so long. Mm-hmm. But it it is a beautiful message without an ending to a life, without mortality, we wouldn't appreciate everything we have right now. Right. Because there's a limit to it. Mm-hmm. And as we're in this physical body, we're mortal. Yeah. And so... I think that part of the game of life that we're playing is to become gods ourselves and to become immortal. But the game needs to get more advanced and it needs to be more fun if you're going to be immortal. Mm-hmm. No <laughs> you know kidding. what I mean? So if you're just a vampire and you're stuck in the third dimension for 700 years, it's right. going to get really boring and depress- depressive. Yeah. But if you're learning how to be a god and developing your astral body and your light body mm-hmm. and you're spending time in the fourth and fifth and sixth dimensions and you're it, it gets fun yeah you know what i mean but Hell here yeah. in the third dimension as humans we are basic mm-hmm. we are at the lowest level like <laughs> of the, it is at this <laughs> it is at the lowest soul level as human beings but we're at least experiencing life the soul can't feel pain right the soul can feel pain the human i mean experience. not physical pain but it can feel emotional pain right it can feel 
heavy energy. I mean, physically, physically like pain. And and that's pain. the fun thing about being a human is we can mm -hmm. do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, we can feel love and we can feel pain and there'll be hunger and then there's war and there's so many things that we can experience with right. flesh. Yeah. That we don't experience in other forms. Right. As spirit or soul. Exactly. But I've astral projected before and like felt cold or felt hot or okay. felt the, the physical experience of like falling or flying. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I have been able to feel things. Yeah. You know, yeah, but just I've not fallen. to the extreme of how you feel as a human. Yeah. Your physical body. I was watching a video where this girl was talking about, she was, you know how you always, how you've seen all these videos where people say that if you're dreaming, you're not supposed to let your dream avatars know that you're dreaming. And I've seen that before where people are like, you're not supposed to tell them that you're dreaming. Mm -hmm. uh, or I've heard like, if you're astral projecting, you're not supposed to let the other people. I do it all the time. That's what I was. Yeah. So it's more fun that way. And yeah. then you can talk to them. And, right. Yeah. Well, she said she was having a dream and she goes, isn't it weird that when I dream, I dream in my younger self and her friends. And she said one of the girls she'd never actually met before in her life, but in her dream, they were really good friends mm -hmm. and they're all hanging out and they're all kind of laughing at her like, what? And she goes, well, I mean, when I'm awake, I'm like 30, but here in my dream, I'm 17, but she didn't actually realize she was dreaming. She just said it mm -hmm. and they all just like their faces fell and looked at her. And then she's like, why did you say that? And she's like, come here. And she grabbed her by the arm. She goes, now you have to run. She's like, make yourself wake up. And she's like, I have, and she goes, make yourself wake up. Mm -hmm. Pretend like you're getting murdered. Something you need to wake up right, right. now. And then she woke up and she's, I'm getting goosebumps. Just talk about it. And she's like, I've never felt fear like that. And I'm just like, mm -hmm. I have never had that happen. Well, maybe dream. that's the rules in the dimension that she was in. <laughs> that's the space what I was that wondering. She was in. Maybe that was the rule is we pretend because it's fun to dream and not know what's going to happen. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was wondering. I was like, so maybe where was she at? <laughs> now we're talking about M theory. M theory describes the fourth dimension and you can change time. So it's the time dimension. So the fourth dimension um, is the third dimension plus space and time. Okay. Yeah. Right. And that's a super busy dimension too. It's kind of like the internet. So you can access the past, the present, the future. You can access your Akashic records, a What's record that? of everything, past, present, and future that your soul will experience. Oh, so mm -hmm. like all your lifetimes. Everything, all your lifetimes. Oh, that's That cool. haven't even happened yet because everything exists. Time is an illusion. Right. I mean, there is time and there's keepers of time and there's watchers of time and things like that. But it's still part of the illusion. Right. Because we're still in the fourth dimension. Right. So. But you can go back. Mm -hmm. or, and anything that you can imagine or see in your mind's eye exists in the fourth dimension. Ooh. And that's like you were talking about earlier about Einstein and people like that meditating mm -hmm. and going to a higher realm and getting ideas and things like that. Right. Pulling the ideas from the fourth dimension into the third dimension. Right. You're making it a reality. Well, you said your son meditated in. He astral projected in a lucid dream. Yeah, that's what Through it was. meditation. And then he got to a higher realm. There are different levels within the fourth dimension mm -hmm. as well. And I'm not sure exactly how many, mm -hmm. like you were saying, strings on the guitar. Mm -hmm. There are different chords. So there's like a lower part of the fourth dimension. And then there's a very high level of the fourth dimension. And it depends on the energy. But it all remains within the fourth dimension. Right. Was it? So it was all happening simultaneously within the same energetic dimension. Right. 
wasn't it Tesla that got his idea in a so-called quote unquote dream? Mm -hmm. And we talked about, yeah, yeah. there was all kinds of like famous people that have yeah. had these like Nobel Peace Prize winners and mm -hmm. stuff that would attribute what the knowledge they gained from the astral realm. And I've also talked with a friend that was like, you'll get ideas. They didn't say the fourth dimension, but they said from the beyond the veil, which is the fourth dimension. Mm -hmm. Um, that they were speaking about, but they said you'll get ideas from that side. And then if you don't use them, they'll move those ideas on to other people. Right. And so if you're getting a message or you're not just a message, but an idea and you're like, mm -hmm. oh, this is a really cool idea. I should write that down. And you don't act on it. Mm -hmm. That energy is going on to the next person. So you are very capable. Mm -hmm. If you get that idea, it's because yep. you are capable of executing it. So believe in yourself. Right. And that's where manifestation comes that's from. What that's what I was just going to say, girl. Manifestation, <laughs> you know, you manifest it through the fourth dimension and then you pull it down into the third dimension, make it a reality. Exactly. But I mean, if you think about it, like it's the power of thought as well, mm -hmm. you know, and that thought, connects you to the fourth dimension exactly so you have to think about something even if you just want to get up and get a glass of water you think it in your mind first yeah like um i need water and then you get up i mean if you're me though then i'm like i need water but on the way there i'm gonna do this <laughs> i'm gonna do 10 different things oh yeah i forgot to drink water i'm thirsty <laughs> <laughs> me too same yeah, girl same. there's heavenly states on the fourth dimension and there's also entities that rule over the fourth dimension in your ancestors reside in the fourth dimension. Mm -hmm. So if you've had like ancestors that had like higher levels of consciousness and they pass on, they go to the fourth dimension. If they don't skip the fourth dimension and go straight to the fifth, okay. which that's possible too. But while they're in the fourth dimension, even though they don't really have to eat, they don't have to drink, they don't have to do those things in the fourth dimension because they are spirit. Mm -hmm. they still need help from us. And that's why we talk about giving them ancestor money and feeding them food and giving them positive energy and things like that. Because within the fourth dimension, they still haven't crossed the threshold. Right. They just died and that's where they went. Right. So it's not the heaven state. Right. They um, have within the fourth grown. dimension. The fourth dimension for the spirits, are they can stay there for as long as they want to. Right. They can decide to reincarnate or, or move on or whatever they want to do. But while they're in the fourth dimension, there's still buildings and places that they can go and they can hang out with other spirits and stuff like that. So they still need the energy from the third dimension to help them out while they're there. So if you have your whole family like praying for your grandma and giving her ancestor money and giving her food and like fueling her in that way, she's going to do better in the fourth dimension. And it could even help push her into the fifth dimension nice yeah so still important take care of your ancestors